North Central Iowa tunes in here for the most local sports coverage. Plus, we're your Cyclone Station, KLMJ 104.9 FM. Radio on the go. The following is a production of Radio on the Go Sports. At Mort's Water Company, we are proud to sponsor the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show each Saturday morning from 8.30 to 10 a.m. on KLMJ 104.9 Radio on the Go. The Coaches Show highlights area teams throughout the fall and winter sports season. Sit back as they talk with area coaches about their most recent games and their players. Yeah, what's going on? This is the Mortar Company Coaches Corner here on 104.9 KLMJ. Hope you're enjoying your Saturday morning listening to Radio on the Go. This week we are back at it interviewing the boys varsity head coaches of our local area teams. Last week we talked with the girls basketball coaches. And as we came out of the holiday break, each team has had a chance to lace them up at least once. Coming up in the show, you're going to hear from Brian Easton of Hampton Dumas Cal, Michael Collison of Iowa Falls Alden, John Jones of North Butler, Trent Drask of West Fork, Justin Meyer of Belmont Clemmie, and Jason Burning of Clare and Goldfield Dows. We talk about the stats, the storylines, and break down the week of action from each of our local area teams and preview the next couple of games coming up in the schedule. It's the Mortswater Company Coaches Corner. I'm your host, Jacob Zimmerman. We'll be right back here on 104.9 KLMJ for the first interview with Brian Neeson of Hampton Dumont Cal. This is Justin Morton with Mort's Water Company. All you need to remember for all your water issues is 1-800-HAY-MORT. If your well isn't pumping, call 1-800-HAY-MORT. If your well pit needs rehabbed, call 1-800-HAY-MORT. If your sewer is backed up, call 1-800-HAY-MORT. If your septic tank needs pumped, call 1-800-HAY-MORT. Or if your softener isn't working, call 1-800-HAY-MORT. If the subject is water, let Mort's Water Company bring it up. And welcome on back to the Mort's Water Company Coaches Corner here on 104.9 KLMJ. It's time for our Hampton Dumont Cal basketball segment of the boys. we got Coach Brian Neeson and a special guest, big man Scott Hart, is joining us. Coach, i got to congratulate you. This is your first North Central Conference victory. How do you feel? Yeah, it feels good. I'm just... I'm just really happy for our guys. It's fun to go into a winning locker room. We've had some, obviously, some tough losses lately. But, uh, yeah, just really happy for our guys. We get, to, we get to have a winning bus ride home. Scott, are this questions for you? You lay, <laughs> you lay your body on the line every single night that you lace up for HD Cal. But Thursday night was special in particular. You know what you had. You had the 37, the career high. But you guys are focused on the wins. Yeah. Tough loss. We know how it ended. To see you guys respond the very next night, what does that mean? Um, it means a lot to this team. We have dropped the last couple. Of, it was a. We came in tonight knowing that we had to get this one to get the winning streak back and get some confidence back. And I think tonight everyone played really well. We were knocking down shots outside, and uh, that opened things up for me down low because teams are bringing two, three guys when I catch the ball, and it really helps when guys are knocking down shots. Scott, I had you with 21 points unofficially tonight, but Coach, going to go back to you. Let's talk about the supporting cast. How about Brody Walton, Coach? I had him with 14 points off the bench, probably easily his best game offensively this season. What did you think of Brody? Yeah, I thought Brody played really well on both ends. And, like, we've been telling him uh, pregame, postgame, like, we know he's a playmaker. Like, Brody, 
when you have when you have a double figure night, we're not going to be shocked. Like we see it in practice. We know you can make plays. Not just not just not. Obviously, everybody looks good. He knocked down shots, but Brody can make plays off the bounce too. Really good defender. I mean, he's one of our guys. He's a big time playmaker. And nobody nobody on our team surprised. He had a big big scoring night. Scott Hart, this question is for you. This is going to be a fun one. Your teammate had a highlight play. Tucker Heron sent a man to the floor tonight, hit a three-point shot. As you're I – f- I even forget if you were back out on the court. You're running up the court. You're on the sideline. The bench is going crazy. What's you, what do you think to see Tucker Heron, a guy who is, you know, kind of sparked offensively the last couple of games, but really to have a signature highlight play? What's going through your head when you see that? Well, when I saw him do that, that was crazy. And I think it was – great for our team because that really brought the energy when he drained that and I think that just got everyone on their feet got our bench into it and then us guys on the floor that was a boost of energy for us to just keep us going and pick it up and we got to take a break here in the Mortuota Company Coaches Corner when we come back we'll continue that interview from last night with Scott Haar and Brian Eason Don't get stuck in a lecture hall that is larger than your high school graduating class. At Ellsworth Community College in Iowa Falls, they don't have 300-person lecture halls. Their average class sizes are 18 students. Ellsworth professors will get to know you personally and offer their advice and experience whenever you need it. ECC has a close-knit, friendly, welcoming environment so you will feel right at home. Let them help you create your experience at Ellsworth Community College. Call today at 641-648-4611 or visit ellsworthcollege.com. People love our paint. This is Brittany at Dumont Harkin Lumber, and it's time for your indoor painting project. Stop by today. Dumont Harkin Lumber sells quality, do-it-best, best-look brand paint made by Sherwin-Williams. We also have all your supplies and accessories such as caulk, kills, and primer, paintbrushes, trimmers, tape, roller, roller pads, and trays. We carry do-it-best ceiling paint, and remember, we also have Minwax interior finish stain. So get your painting and staining done this winter with the help from your friends here at Dumont Harkin Lumber. It's a tie game with the home team having possession. The clock is showing five seconds left. Sam dribbles it up the court with the defender on the side. There's a shot. Score! They win! They win! The home team wins! Are you looking for a winning insurance team? Contact your hometown team at Castle Dick and Kelch Insurance and Real Estate in Hampton. They have protection written through IMT Insurance. They'll help you customize an insurance plan. Castle Dick and Kelch Insurance and Real Estate in Hampton, IMT Insurance, and you, a team that can't be beat. Welcome on back. It's the Morrisville Company Coaches Corner. We're talking Hampton to Macau, boys varsity basketball, Coach Brian Neeson, including big man Scott Hart. Coach Neeson, back to you. Gavin Meter at six points tonight. Coach, he averages the most fouls on this team, but it makes <laughs> sense because he kind of has the responsibility of being the number one guy who's going to take the offensive guy on the outside, the perimeter of yep. opposing teams. Coach, I thought he may have had his best physicality get kind of game. A lot of steals, was poking his hand every which way at six points. What would you think of Gavin Meter? Yeah, he was all over the place. Uh, he's flying around. He, he made life difficult on the, the nice kid who's a really nice player. Um, yeah, Gav, Gavin gets a, he gets a tough assignment every night. Um, he's, he's got to be one of our defensive stoppers, and he's done a great job in that role. And yeah, like you said, uh, I mean, without, watch, without re-watching the film here, I thought he was, he was lights out, especially on the defensive end. Scott Hart, back to you, big boy. Tommy Birdsell, seven points in this one, a lot of free throws. I didn't track assists, but he had a lot of dimes to you. What's it like running the pick and roll with Tommy? Yeah, it's nice. Tommy, Tommy's got really good passing. Like, 
uh, Thursday night, he was some of the passes he got into me. I don't know how he got them to like through there. That was wild, and it, it's nice knowing he's always looking for me, and he can always take it and score it himself. Coach, how did the game plan change for CGD, kind of as opposed to Osage? What do you think is the the biggest difference between those two squads? Yeah, I think I think everyone's a little bit different. Um, as far as like player strength, so there's some guys. Some guys will will go over on ball screens. There's some guys we go under on ball screens. So I mean, I mean based on especially the perimeter, um, really we just got to we just got to try to take away their strengths. So there's one like the the Nysum kid. Um, I watched him play in this gym earlier this year, and he hit like six or seven threes. So we knew that was that was the first thing on the board. Don't let him get going. Um, I'm looking at the stat. I'm cheating. I'm looking at a stat sheet here. Not he cheating hit, at all. He hit two threes. Uh, I really thought we made him work, though. I mean, he, he, I remember him hitting a couple with a guy right in his face. Um, but to me, it's going to be, I mean, every game a little bit different. I try to give these guys a little bit of, a little bit of knowledge on how to guard the guy. I don't want to give them too much because there's a lot to remember. But again, it's going to, it'll change game to game. These guys did a really nice job with the scouting report and trying to get a, trying to get an edge in the defensive end. Coach, a guy who did have a pretty successful night, especially during that second half, Nevin Foss. I had him with 18 unofficially. Uh, Coach, I don't know what you had him with, but when you match back up against CGD later on in the season or playoffs, whenever you see him, Coach, what are you going to do to stop Foss? Yeah, we're going to have to have another another defender uh, at least dig a little more. Um, their coach did a nice job getting him in different spots. He wasn't always catching it in the same spot. Um, he's very active without the ball. But, yeah, we'll definitely have to have a plan where we can have a, a secondary defender come come and help because he's, he's a load. Uh, he drew a lot of fouls on our guys tonight. Uh, he's he definitely a good player. Last question for Brian Easton and Scott Haar of Hampton Dumont Cal. Coach Humboldt on the ninth. Have you gave them a peek? Yeah, we were supposed to play him in December. So I um, have not seen them play in person, but um, – Definitely watched them on huddle a couple times. Uh, their shooting numbers are very good. Um, they got to come to our place. Uh, they're a very, very talented team, but I know Scott and the boys are going to be really excited uh, for, for everybody we get to play. Every game's a new opportunity. Uh, we're going to have to play really well, but, I mean, as a player, as a coach, I mean, that's, that's what we want. We want to play good teams. We're, we're in a very good league, and Humboldt's going to be a big-time challenge, but I love our team. I love how we're on the rise. Uh, I thought we've played really uh, uh, last night and tonight, more under control on offense and just making smarter decisions. So we are we are very excited for the for the challenge Monday. That is head coach Brian Neeson and point center Scott Har of the Hampton Dumont Cal Bulldogs. Stop by the Mortswater Company Coaches Corner on 104.9 KLMJ. We'll take the break and come back with our next segment. No radio, no computer, no. no worries. Your mobile device becomes a radio when you download the free iPhone or Android app at RadioOnTheGo.com. 104.9 KLMJ, Radio On The Go. You know Mort's Water Company as your local authorized Connecticut dealer, and you know Connecticut offers the longest warranty in the water treatment industry. But did you know Mort's Water Company also services and repairs your water well pump and installs and services your septic system? This is Justin Morton. Yes, we do all this and have been doing business in North Central Iowa for over 125 years. Call Mort's Water Company at 1-800-HEY-MORT or contact us at mortsonline.com. And moving through the Mort's Water Company Coach's Corner, it's time to talk with Iowa Falls Alden Boys Varsity's head coach, Michael Collison, here on the Mort's Water Company Coach's Corner, 104.9 at KLMJ. Coach, 
You recently just got wrapped up with a Clear Lake game as well as a contest on Thursday against West Marshall. Uh, I kind of want to go back to the Thursday one first. Let's talk about the win at 58 to 48. Coach, kind of give me a little bit of a game summary of how this one went down, maybe especially in that second half. Yeah, you know, at the start of the game, we really came out with great intensity, and, and I think we jumped on them like something like 12 nothing, and, and we were really playing at a high level. And, um, you know, I, credit to West Marshall, they, they kind of punched back a little bit. And, um, you know, we were, we were in control out of the game, but, you know, the fourth quarter, we probably didn't have our best, best quarter of the year, and, and, you know, kind of didn't let up a little bit on defense and didn't maybe finish the way we wanted to. But, you know, we're certainly happy to get a win, especially after the way the rolling story game went on Tuesday. And, um, you know, West Marshall's a well-coached team. And, um, you know, we, we, we're excited to get back in the win column with that one. And, and we know that we got to continue to build off it when we, when we play teams, you know, that are 2A schools like us because we know that those wins really matter in terms of tournament seeding and things like that. Coach, I know you've preached to me time and time again about rebounding for this team in that win over West Marshall, Andrew Bignese had a double-double, and even Kaysen Boyer chipped in with nine rebounds from the guard spot. Do you think the rebounding has improved? Yeah, you know, I, I think I've, I've seen a little bit more of that from us at Christmas time, you know, since Christmas. The Rolling Story game was rough. Um, you know, they, they were really good athletes, and they really rebounded well. But I think I have seen, you know, our guys maybe um, have more of a sense of urgency on that end, and, and that's been really good because we, we need to have that, you know, we're – we're not the biggest team. We're not the tallest team. But, you know, you can still rebound and, and, and attack the ball when it comes off the rim. And, and, and I think if we can continue to do that and continue to make that a priority, obviously, you know, we're going to have a lot of winnable games for us. And, uh, and, and, and when you control the boards, you a lot of times control the possessions. And if you have more possessions than the other team, you, you typically come out as the winner. So, you know, we're hoping that we can continue to build off that. You know, certainly not satisfied, but, um, you know, happy with, with how we're growing in that area. Coach, another opponent I got asked you about Friday, Clear Lake. Man, what a what a season these programs are having, the girls and boys basketball teams up there with the Clear Lake Lions. Coach, kind of give me another game summary of this contest. Yeah, you know, Clear Lake's a, a really strong team, and, um, you know, they, they, they got on us early, and, and we we were struggling a little bit, you know, in the first quarter. And, and, and then in the second quarter, we really did some nice things, and we, we actually cut the lead to about six, and, uh, right before half, and we were trying to hold for one more shot and one last shot of the possession in the in the first half, you know, hopefully to get it to to four, um, you know, four or three, and and uh, you know we we didn't execute well, and we kind of took a shot a little too early, and they were able to drive down and, and score, and and then it became eight, you know, and the, the third quarter was really the difference of the game, you know, we we had it to eight points, we had it to single digits, you know, we kind of withstood their their first big run, and and then just in the third quarter didn't come out you know with uh with the with the with the ability to get stops and they uh had a really good start i think they scored you know four out of their first five possessions and um you know then it was pretty tough for us to get back in it uh but but credit to them they're a really good team really well coached and they've got a lot of nice pieces you know they've got a, a really strong player inside and thomas Meyer and um some kids who, who are continuing to get better shooting the basketball and um they're going to be a tough out you know in our conference and, and at the 3a level this year and we got to take a break here in the Iowa Falls Alden segment in the Morris Water Company Coaches Corner. We'll continue talking with head coach of the boys, Michael Collison, when we come back. Hi, this is Stephanie, your Iowa Falls store manager here with some red hot deals this weekend, Friday through Sunday, January 8th. Our fresh, boneless, skinless, lean hand trim chicken breast is on sale, just $1.68 a pound. 
Our gold leaf chicken leg quarters are on sale for just 49 cents a pound. And our 71 to 90 12 ounce cooked shrimp on sale for just $4.99. Don't forget the bacon, Ivy Bacon on sale for just $2.99. So don't miss out on these red hot deals and many more this weekend only at your Iowa Falls Ivy. If a good harvest has surpassed your storage capacity, or if you're just in need of new grain bins, talk with Central Iowa Fabrication, your Sukup dealer in Alden. Sukup gives nearly unlimited options for grain storage, dryers, and other Sukup grain handling systems. With Sukup, Central Iowa Fabrication is your one-stop shop for equipment that will maximize your profits. Plus, with their staff expertise in crane services, they provide unmatched service for your Sukup products. Plan for 2023 now by contacting Central Iowa Fabrication in Alden, 515-859-7213. Slushy, fluffy, wet, heavy, Zosky Outdoor Power knows snow comes in all kinds of forms and none of them are fun to shovel. So take the work out of clearing your driveway with a Toro two-stage Power Max snowblower that handles them all. Available at Zosky Outdoor Power in Iowa Falls, they're part of a full line of Toro battery-powered and gas snowblowers that are easy to maneuver and cut through compact deep snow with ease. Fear no storm. Get a Toro snowblower on sale now at Zosky Outdoor Power, Highway 65 South Iowa Falls. Everyone at Zosky Outdoor Power wishes you a Merry Christmas. Welcome on, Mac. It's the Morris Water Company Coaches Corner. We're coming back with our interview, continuing talking with Michael Collison, the head coach of the cadets. Coach, in the Clear Lake contest, I thought it was interesting to see that your sophomore Carter Weaver led your cadets in scoring. Coach, when you take a loss like that to a really good team, but then see a guy who's not one of the top four scorers lead your team in scoring, what does that say? Yeah, you know, I think Carter's the guy who's continued to get better. Um, you know, he, he kind of struggled at the start of the year to, to get his feel and you know, it was making the big jump from playing JV last year as a freshman to, you know, starting for us on the varsity and, um, you know, struggled to find his footing at the beginning of the year. But, but since Christmas, you know, he's really continued to get better. And, you know, we thought he had a really good week of practice that week when we came back. And, and then in our scrimmage against Ballard and Mason City, you know, he was one of our best guys and he, re- he really did a nice job. And so I think he's continued to gain confidence and the game is, you know, maybe slowing down a little bit for him. Um, still has a lot to learn and, and a lot of room to grow, but really proud of how he's bounced back because, you know, it could have been really easy for him with the way his season started scoring the basketball to just kind of feel like, oh, man, you know, this is the, I can't do this or I'm struggling. And he's continued to take coaching and continue to get better. And, you know, I can't say enough good things about just how he's handled, uh, you know, his season and, and kind of his growth this year. Coach, kind of on the other end of that with the Clear Lake game, your four key scores combined for 21 points. What did Clear Lake throw at those four guys? Was it the defensive perimeter pressure? Was it a specific scheme? What did they do? Yeah, you know, Clear Lake's a really strong defensive team. And, and so, you know, they make they always make it tough on your on your best guys. And, and you know, some years we've, we've handled that better than others. Uh, you know, I think this year we didn't get a lot of really clean looks, you know, at the basket. Um, they rotated really well, and, and uh, you know, we, we turned it over a little bit more than we typically do. And, and I'm okay with our guys. You know, if, I, I always say not, all turnovers are not created equal. You know, there's sometimes where you're trying to make the right play, and, you know, they just make a really good defensive play. Like, like we talk a lot about the backdoor cut. You know, we want to hit those guys on the backdoor cut. Tonight I felt like we, we didn't throw it at all, and I think we were a little nervous about turning it over because where our turnovers were coming from were – you know, throwing that pass across the three-point line and going the other end for layups or, 
you know, guy taking it right from us, you know, taking it out of our hands. Yeah, those are different because you can't really recover from those. But, you know, I, I, I just think when it comes to those those four guys for us, I know they're going to have better performances than they had tonight. But, you know, it, it's hard to, to, to score on, you know, good athletes and, and guys who are really game planning for you. You also got to remember, you know, Clear Lake didn't play at all this week. They've had four days this week to practice for us. You know, we played two games this week. We played last night. You know, we didn't get to practice for them at all. So, um, you know, I, I feel good about our team and, and, and our growth. I think if we can continue to have the mindset of, you know, we need to continue to get better and, and be playing our best basketball late in the season, you know, I think we can really use use these, these uh, two losses this week as an opportunity to learn and grow. You know, we come back Monday, we have to have short memory and uh, play a really good South Harden team at their place. So I'm excited for the, the opportunity to go there and, and show that, you know, we can learn from, from Friday night and, and continue to get better. Coach, I appreciate you mentioning South Harden. Another team that you're facing off against next week, kind of a special one. We cover West Fork, even though they're outside of the North Central Conference. We pick up some top of Iowa East teams as well. Coach, I got off the phone with a couple of minutes ago with Trask of West Fork. He's excited to take on you guys. What do you have to say to that? Yeah, you know, West Fork's a good team. Last year, um, you know, we, we, we were able to get the win at our place, but but I could tell that they were playing a lot of young guys and, and they, they had a bright future. And, you know, I know this year they, they've had, a, they have more wins, you know, they, they're having more success than they had a year ago. So, you know, I think uh, it'll be a good test for us. And uh, that's always a tough place to play. So, you know, I'm excited to, to get to next week and, and play, you know, kind of finish our non-conference schedule with South Hard and West Fork and, you know, hopefully come out of that Monday, Tuesday with two wins and, and then have two more good days of practice before we play Webster City on Friday at home. And that's Michael Collison, the head coach of Iowa Falls Alden Boys Varsity Basketball. Always giving me great answers here in the Morton's Winter Company Coaches Corner on 104.9 KLMJ. Coach Collison, thanks for the time as always. Yeah, thanks, Jacob, for having me. When you don't have access to a radio or computer, listen to us on your mobile device. Download the free app for Android or iPhone at RadioOnTheGo.com. Stay connected all the time to 104.9 KLMJ Radio On The Go. The Green Recorder has been publishing weekly since 1876 with every edition on the Green Public Library's website at green.lib.us. The Green Recorder is published 52 weeks a year. Weekly copies are always available at Casey's, Drawley's Department Store, Smith's, etc., West 40 Meats, and of course the Green Recorder's office. For a subscription, call 816-4525. Call the Green Recorder and stay in touch with what's happening in Green and Butler County. Yeah, welcome on back to the Boards for the Company Coaches Corner. It's time for our North Butler Boys segment. We're talking with John Jones. Coach, you just got the victory Friday night against Rockford, 59-42. to I want to hear about it. Can you break this one down? Kind of give me a game summary, quarter one through quarter four. Uh, we did a great job to start out. Um, I thought we had maximum effort from everyone from start to finish. Um, there were spurts where we just kind of were being, I think, we were tired. But we got to understand we got to keep battling because they were a very scrappy team. And our main job from the beginning was took away, I believe, their two best players, and that's exactly what what they did. Um, their best player or their leading scorer did not – we held them to zero points, and their second leading scorer, we held them to five or less. So we did our job there, but we let another kid kind of go off, which – we will know for next time just to understand that this kid can get hot and we got to understand our positioning and all that. 
Um, first quarter, I thought we did a great job defensively. I, it was 11-4, to 4, I believe. Um, they cut it back in the second quarter, and it was, I believe, like 26-16. And it was a good – we were just playing our basketball. We are not a team that's going to score 70, 80 points. And it's just about our defense, and that's exactly what we did. And then third quarter, um, we kind of started to take it over and making sure we were – having a comfortable lead then got to the fourth quarter some of my my big guys got into foul trouble and one of them actually fouled out close to the end but we played well i thought i saw a lot of kids step up um we had one of our guys sick and we i had to have a freshman step up step up for him which was awesome to see and he did a great job under pressure and doing all the little things that he was supposed to do so that was a good bright spot for us um then in the fourth quarter, I got a lot of my bench guys. I got pretty much all my bench guys in, which is always awesome to see as a coach just to get those guys because those guys work work hard and as hard as our varsity players. So good job by the boys tonight and, or last night, and hopefully this will kind of keep the momentum going of our effort and our attitude towards every single game of ours. Yeah, Coach, I mean, that's kind of the second game this week where you held some of the, the main scores, the opposition, kind of below their averages. But then it was the other guys who really had big ones. Coach Marshawn Taylor, the junior, had 23 points. What did he do so successfully offensively? I think we just – I didn't really prep for him. Um, I knew he was a little shifty, and I told my guys he was pretty athletic. And I think they understood at first they, – they didn't understand at first at what he was doing because he was getting to the whole – pretty easily he's a very shifty athletic kid and i think for next time we just got to understand that he's not the best shooter all he really wants to do is drive but he did a great job i thought i mean he just kind of i think that was his best game of the year or so i mean kudos to him for doing his job and working really hard and that's simply all they all he had to do was slash for my defenders and he kept doing it and so I think for next time we'll understand what we need to do with him, and so we'll be better prepared in that aspect. Now, Coach, do you feel like in this contest you kind of used the, the disappointment, that maybe the anger you had for the loss against Westwork, a close contest? Do you feel like you took that anger out on Rockford? Yeah, I think we took – I well, what I wanted to see from my guys was not to have any letdowns or like our effort went down based on our competition because we generally play – the level of our competition but that is exact exactly the opposite of what they did i thought everyone came out and played hard and i'm really liking this team right now because they're just playing very hard for one another and i think i think they see that when they play their best basketball it's really hard for teams to beat and we can play with the best of them if we just keep that for four quarters and they've done that for three straight games um we're going to keep doing that against Northwood. Um, and then we have a big couple of games next week, so I'm hoping that all that momentum can lead into next week. And we got to take a timeout here in the North Butler segment. We'll continue our discussion with John Jones when we come back. 
On every journey, you should enjoy peace of mind. Green Insurance and Grinnell Mutual take pride in keeping you and your budget comfortable. That's why they offer discounts for good students, safe driving, and more. Trust them to look out for the road ahead. Trust in tomorrow. For more details, contact Lucas Wedeking and Misty Osborne, your local Grinnell Mutual agents at Green Insurance today. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In the Green, Packard, and Plainfield area, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us. North Central Iowa depends on us to keep it local. This is 104.9 KLMJ Hampton. Radio on the go. Welcome on back to 104.9 KLMJ. It's the Morton Water Company Coaches Corner. Let's continue our discussion with John Jones, the head coach of the North Butler Bearcats. Yeah, Coach, it looks like the schedule showing that you guys have three away games in a row. Coach, I'm curious to get your take on what do you feel like is the, the difference on the high school level versus playing at home versus playing away? Is it is it a huge difference? Uh, it can be, but I think it's, it's a lot of mental process. What are you doing um, on the bus trip? Um, what are you doing during the games? Are you staying focused? I think it's a lot, and I know it's difficult for high schoolers to pay attention for an entire four hours that we are there. Um, but I also really preach to them that they need to be doing what they need to do in the in the um, classroom. So I really preach that. Like, whatever you do in class that day is what you're going to do on the, on the court. And so I think that's a really testament to my guys at times because um, – Generally, when I know they're not playing, they're not focused, they're not doing their jobs, they're just kind of doing that's what they did in the classroom. I really preach that just to get them to understand, like, hey, if you come to class ready to work, ready to do what you're supposed to do, that'll translate to the game. And so I really preach that as a coach personally for me. Um, I've always felt that as a former player and all that good stuff. So I just really preach the mental side of an away game versus a home game. And so just being able to mentally lock in for three, four hours at a night. I mean, it, it can be difficult, but my guys can do it, and I believe they will do it. Coach, you went 2-1 and one, kind of in this stretch coming out of this break this week. When you think back to the improvements that you were trying to make over the break, do you feel like those carried over into these contests? Oh, big time. Um, we really preached how we took care of the ball, how we possessed the ball. And so we really worked on that all throughout winter break. And I think we've had below 18 turnovers every single game so far. So that's a very good positive sign for my guys. Um, one thing we just need to do a little better, I think, is our rebounding. And I think that's just going to be more positioning rather than effort. So that's what we are going to be doing a little bit more throughout practice for the rest of the year. But all the other stuff is looking good. Our defense is looking good. And it's just our time to kind of take over and kind of show what the rest of the conference, what we're all about. 
Coach, you guys got Northwood Kensett on Tuesday. Looks like a chance to go to 500 on the season. Looks like they have a couple sophomores averaging over 10 points per game. What can you tell me about Northwood Kensett? I, I think they're very similar to West Fork where we match up really well with them. Um, so it's just going to be a mental day for us there. Uh, they're they're very good sophomores. I mean, they're, I believe in the next couple of years they'll probably be taking over the conference here for Northwood. and But I, I've always told them they're still young. Um, they're still going to make the mistakes because they're still learning. So we just need to understand. We just need to play our brand of basketball. We can't do whatever Northwood is doing because when that happens, it's, ne- it's never good. So just making sure we are staying under control, possessing the ball, running our offense, playing good defense and just limiting them to one possession every single time. So I think my boys are up for the challenge, and Monday will just be a scout day just to understand what Northwood does, and all that stuff prepping for Northwood will be very huge for us. And also getting my JV guys in there. I mean, our JV team is doing a great job this year. Um, I think they only have one loss, so... A lot of positives coming from the program right now, so I'm really looking forward to the to the next couple of games to just see that continuous improvement. And that's the head coach of the North Butler Bearcats, John Jones, stopping by the Mortswater Company Coaches Corner on 104.9. Kalen J. Coach Jones, always fun to talk with you. Yep, thanks for having me. When you don't have access to a radio or computer, listen to us on your mobile device. Download the free app for Android or iPhone at RadioOnTheGo.com. Stay connected all the time to 104.9 KLMJ, Radio On The Go. Start your new year with clear, clean water from Mort's Water Company. This is Justin Morton at Mort's Water Company. With the Connecticut water system, your drinking water will taste better, your clothes will be cleaner, and your glasses will be spot-free. Connecticut K-5 drinking systems are designed to be both convenient and economical. Call 1-800-HEY-MORT, your local authorized independent Connecticut dealer serving North Iowa for over 40 years to see the Connecticut difference. And welcome back on into the Morts Water Company Coaches Corner on 104.9 KLMJ. It's time to talk with Trent Trask, the varsity boys basketball coach at West Fork. Coach, you just had a fun, close win against Nashua Plainfield. I want to hear about it. Let's start with a summary. Quarter one through quarter four, take me through it. The first quarter, we we just this season we've had a tough time starting out. Um, we had way too many turnovers that first quarter and I mean that was, that was pretty much the story of the first quarter we ended the quarter 10-8 uh, second quarter we played really well took care of the ball um, we're finishing inside attacking the rim and then third quarter a lot of the same as the first quarter where we just started throw, trying to throw it through um, Nashville's hands and they kept their hands up in the zone defense and played passing lanes and made it tough on us. And then the fourth quarter was a pretty good game, back and forth. Um, entered the f- fourth quarter down two. And we, there's about a minute left, and we took the lead. And then they started fouling, and Joe Chabombo hit four big free throws for us. They were all one on ones, and it kind of iced the game for us. 
Coach, I'm curious to know who are some of your statistical leaders for the Nashua Plainfield contest? Yeah, Gavin. Gavin Kronk had a really good game. Ended up with 16 points. Uh, I'm not sure how many rebounds he had, but he 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 might have been close to a double double. I don't think he was quite there, but um, played really well for us. And then Kate Everling had had a pretty good game. We're just, we're just not hitting from outside right now. The last two games we we've been we shot it really poor from the outside, and in practice we shoot the lights out, and we have some really good shooters. Say uh, Sunken was. 45% of the year, and he's kind of in a funk, and Ken Everling's kind of in a funk, and we just we just need to get going, but Gavin and Cade had really good games, and um, Sage played okay, but other than that, we, we just, we just got to get going. Coach, another game on that schedule. Got to ask you about the Newman Catholic contest. What do you think your boys learned in this one, and how much did that game fuel you to Friday night's win over Nashua Plainfield? We got we got our butt kicked. Uh-huh. Newman, Newman played really well. Doug Taylor's such a matchup nightmare for us. He's bigger than we are. He's stronger than we are. And Max Burke shot it really well from the outside. I think he ended up six of eight. So when when those two get going, and then Noah Hamilton chipped in fourteen points. When those when those Two, three get going. It's really tough for a team of our size to kind of kind of lock them down. Um, what it what it taught us is that we need to be more physical. We need to focus on really focus on boxing out. We just, we were trying to out jump them, and they were. I mean, they were taller than us in pretty much every position, and it just doesn't work if you don't do the little things right. And it taught us we need to get out of, out of our funk. We ended up two of twenty from three, um, which is something we don't generally do. And we had a tough time finishing inside. So they, I mean, they did a good job playing to their strengths. And they, we, they, when we are hitting, they started sinking in a little more and made it tough for us to finish inside. So. We just we just got to get better offensively. Defensively, we played really well the last two games. You're hearing Trent Trask, the head coach of West Fork, but we got to take a break here in the Mortz Water Company Coaches Corner. When we come back, we'll continue the discussion. Have you signed up for e-bill from Rockwell Cooperative Telephone Association yet? Have your monthly statement delivered to your inbox and never worry about misplacing it again. You may view and pay your bill using a bank account or a Visa, MasterCard, or Discover credit card. It's fast, secure, and easy. To learn more about signing up for e-bill, contact Rockwell Cooperative Telephone Association at inforockwellcoop.com or call 641-822-3211. Live play-by-play of Iowa State basketball and Monday's Cyclone Coaches Corner at 6.30 p.m. are brought to you by these and other area sponsors. Highview Animal Hospital between Applington and Parkersburg, Howie Equipment, Trailer Sale and Tire near Hampton, and Meyer Ag Services between Clarion and Belmont. The Cyclone men are back in action Saturday on the road at the TCU Horned Frogs. Pre-game coverage starts at noon, and the opening tip-off is at 1 o'clock p.m. from Fort Worth on 104.9 KLMJ. What's going on? Welcome on back to the Mortswater Company Coaches Corner on 104.9 KMJ Radio on the Ghost Sports. We're talking West Fork Boys Basketball with head coach Trent Trask. 
Coach, got to ask you about Bo Harrington and Nashua Plainfield. I thought it was kind of kind of interesting. On one night going into Thursday, you were facing off against uh, the leading scorer in the conference points per game-wise. Then the next Friday, by the time the stats got put in, Bo Harrington was then the leading scorer points per game-wise uh, for Friday's game. How did you guys do against Bo? Well, we held him below his average by two points. <laughs> um, he scored half the team's points. And we, uh, we face-guarded him most of the game. He's just... He's a he's a good player. He's a smart player. He understands the game. He understands how to get open and just what what he what he does best. He can hit from fifteen. He can finish at the rim. He can shoot it well from the outside. And I think he only ended up with one or two three pointers, and all the rest was inside. That just I mean that just proves how good he is, both inside and outside. Coach, I got to know, down the stretch in the Nashville Plainfield game when it was getting nip and tuck, you called Sime out, or they called Sime out. What was the message to your boys before that final stretch? We just needed to execute. We needed to. It was really important for us to take care of the ball down the stretch. Um, they started fouling with about a minute left, which makes sense, and they went after Joe Chibamba, who um, shoots it okay from the free throw line, but he was – he didn't even touch the rim on the last four free throws, which was huge for us, especially coming from a senior. It really, it really made him feel good, made the team feel good. And then 30 seconds left, we just we only had three fouls in the half, so we started fouling once they get to half court and just kind of ate out the clock. And they turned the ball over with 15 seconds left, and we score. No, Joe hit free throws, um, and then they tried to roll the ball in and. Kate made it. Kate Everling made a really heads up play by. He was at half court and he sprinted down and Bo didn't see him coming and Kate picked up the ball and scored for us. So a um, couple really good plays by by two leaders for us. Now, coach, what would you say is the advantage of having these two really really tough opponents? Maybe the toughest opponents you'll face in conference all season long, kind of back to back. How does that now set you up for some opponents like Iowa Falls, Auden, and Dyke New Hartford? Yeah, huge non-conference games. Um, they're going to be there. We we always played Dyke close. Last year they kicked our butt, but we always play them fairly close. And Iowa Falls kicked our butt last year, so, so it's it's going to be a good. We're excited for those two games, but um, it's non-conference, so and they're both. I mean, they're both really good programs. And we're going to give it our best shot. And that is Trent Trask of the West Fork Boys basketball team, the head coach at West Fork, stopping by the Mortswater Company Coaches Corner shortly after that 54-47 to win against Nashua Plainfield Friday night. Coach Trask, thanks again for the time. Thank you for everything you do for us. No one covers more local high school sports than radio on the go. Listen to 104.9 FM and the KLMJ stream at RadioOnTheGo.com each season for coverage of the West Fork Warhawks, the Iowa Falls Alden Cadets, and the Belmont Clemmy Broncos. We are Radio On The Go. And welcome on back to the Mortswater Company Coaches Corner here on 104.9 KLMJ. We're talking with Justin Meyer, the Belmont Clemmy Boys basketball coach. 
Coach, let's kind of go back to the Christmas break. I want to touch on a few things. What were some of those main focuses you feel uh, your boys improved on over the break? Yeah, I, we, we had this conversation going into and kind of coming out of our game last night against West Hancock. Uh, that I just feel like we kind of got re-energized a little bit over break. Uh, this year, these past couple of years have really kind of been a struggle with us in terms of the scoreboard and wins and losses. So we, we had a lot of games going into break, and it kind of leaves a sour taste in your mouth. But I was kind of worried about coming out of the break, uh, kind of where people were mentally. But we had some really, really good practices over break. Uh, I thought we kind of picked up some things uh, offensively. We did a lot of just shooting, some just like relearning some of the fundamental things, trying to limit turnovers. And I thought we had a really, really good break that way, uh, just in terms of not necessarily the X's and O's, but some of those like skills that go into the X's and O's. Coach, in that last one, Tyron Franklin had a great game, but let's kind of talk about what Wes Hancock first did. What did they do so well that made it tough for you guys? Yeah, one thing that they did is they, they shoot the ball extremely well. Um, that, that was one of those things that we kind of came out in the beginning of the first quarter, and we shot the ball probably even with them for a while there, and we kind of hung in, and it's just one of those things that we got open shots, we didn't make them, they got open shots, they made them. Um it is one of those things they did a good job of crashing the board that they just really just put the ball in the bucket more than we did uh I, I would say that our quality of shots definitely improved here this first game out of break it's we just we didn't necessarily make them and as a coach all we all we can do is just hope to get good quality shots and i always tell my boys once the ball leaves your hand i mean there's really nothing you can do about it and i was really pleased with the type of shots that we took they just didn't didn't always lead to the results that we wanted Coach Tyron Franklin at a season-high 20 points on just 10 shots. Coach, do you think this was his best game of his career yet? Oh, I, I think it's definitely up there. This was, the, this was the best job that he did getting to the basket, and he shot the ball extremely well with confidence. So uh, that was something that helped. I know uh, getting Brian Duran back, uh, he's been out with a knee issue since the middle of football season. We got him back for the first time last night. That kind of helped tie a little bit uh, because Brian was able to uh, alleviate some of the ball handling, uh, the point guard duties from Ty. Ty got to play a little bit more off ball, and that really, really helped him. Coach, I haven't seen Duran lace him up on the basketball court. How would you kind of describe his game? Yeah, I would say Brian does a really, really good job for us just uh, playing in control. Uh, he d does a good job of handling pressure. Uh, if, if a double team comes at him, he's one of the kids that we have that can break the double team, looks to pass. He doesn't necessarily score and fill up the stat sheet that way. He's just one of those kids that just controls the ball, makes sure the right people get the ball in their hand. Because really, like last night, it was one of those things. We had such a great uh, outing from Ty. One of the things that we've got to try to do is we've got to try to score on top of that. Because, I mean, we put up 33 points. Ty scored 20 uh, we just got to try to get the other the other four on the floor to kind of keep pace with Ty. If we can put all of that together, uh, we can become a really effective basketball team on the offensive end. And we got to take a break here in the More Toyota Company Coaches Corner. When we come back, we'll continue chatting it up with Justin Meyer, the boys' basketball coach at Belmont Columbia. 
Don't let deer derail your future. Mullenbrook Insurance and Grinnell Mutual encourage you to practice safe driving, especially this time of year. If you see a deer on the road, slow down, stay calm, and don't swerve to avoid it. Find more driving safety tips at GrinnellMutual.com. Together we can trust in tomorrow. Contact Mullenbrook Insurance, your local Grinnell Mutual agent in Dow's today for all your insurance needs. Trust in Tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. Mortgage rates are still attractive at First State Bank of Belmont. You'll find a wide array of financing options, whether you're buying, remodeling, or refinancing your home. Call First State Bank today. With lending decisions are made by local bankers here in Belmont. Whether it's your small business or farm, their knowledge of the local area provides more flexibility to your business. See how they can add value to your business. First State Bank of Belmont, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome on back. We're talking at Bronco Boys Basketball with Belmont Columbia's head coach, Justin Meyer. Coach, kind of in this new age of basketball on higher levels, you see more one guy kind of operate the offense himself, have his usage rate kind of go through the roof. If Franklin keeps up this these performances, do you see, do you want him taking more shots or you kind of stick with the traditional high school route of keeping the shot attempts more well-rounded? No, I think it's one of those things that, like, if, if Ty gets good shots, he needs to take those shots. Um, and then also on top of that, if if the defense, it's really just take what the defense gives you. If, if the defense is giving Ty driving lanes, Ty needs to get to the basket and needs to take those driving lanes. Uh, if Ty's open for three, he needs to take those three. And then at the same time, if the defense is sending double teams at Ty, if they're devoting a lot of their attention there and they're taking their attention elsewhere, taking their attention off of elsewhere, uh, then Ty can also distribute. So it's one of those things that I don't necessarily, it, it's all game dependent and game flow dependent. I'm not necessarily worried if, if he gets too many shots or not enough shots, because honestly, our offense last night, uh, super efficient. I mean, Ty scoring 20 points on 10 shots is super efficient. He, you know, he made three threes, I think. He made a handful of free throws. Uh, on top of that, that really with where we're at offensively, whenever a good shot comes up in our offense, we need to be taking it because I think it's been a couple of years. In the last couple of years, we've only scored over 40 a handful of times. It's one of those things that uh, as a coach, I don't necessarily care how those points come. It would be great if we could have, you know, it's great if we could average 50 by having 10 guys or five guys average uh, double figures. It's just that's not necessarily the way that we're built. So, uh the way that I see it is we just need to take the shots that are available. Let's talk about your game on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday game versus Osage. Tell me what you think of them. I just saw the Green Devils play on Thursday against Hampton Dumont Cal, but what have you seen out of the Green Devils? Yeah, they're a really well-coached team. Uh, I know they're a little bit young. They've got some guards. Uh, they're one of those teams that they just seem to always have just five athletic kids on the floor. I know that they play a lot of man, which is – something uh that'll be kind of different because we've seen a lot of zone this year i know that they uh everything that i've seen on tape of them is a lot of man they'll mix in zone every once in a while but uh they are predominantly man so that's kind of a fun test for us uh and just being a little bit quick and athletic it'll be a good matchup for us to kind of test our skills that way and some of the defensive things that we implemented over break just seeing kind of how that works now I'm looking at the comparisons statistically. Coach, you guys have a higher free throw percentage as a team than Osage. Given that, are you guys going to be attacking the basket like crazy? Yeah, and it's, it's one of those things that I've 
very much been trying to instill that into our boys that one of those things is we need to be super aggressive. You know, we don't shoot, we shoot well from the free throw line, but we don't necessarily shoot a good percentage from the field. So anytime that we can be aggressive attacking the basket and get foul calls, that's where we kind of make a lot of our hay that way. So yeah, absolutely. Trying to get a lot of pick and roll actions, getting some switches and trying to see if we can get some of their players in foul trouble. Last question for you, Coach. Kind of shine some light on some of your assistant coaches this year. What do you feel like all of you guys have learned throughout the season? Oh, yeah, no, we've got a great staff. Uh, this is, this is what, my third year now working with uh, my assistant coach, Dylan Black. He does a really, really good job. Uh, super, good, super good with basketball skills, X's and O's. Uh, really well-rounded there. I know last night there was a couple times we were talking about our out-of-bounds plays and he revamped. Uh, he's he's a really really knowledgeable when it comes to set plays. So I know there was a couple timeouts where we had some certain uh, situations. We had uh, clock was down at the end of a quarter. We have a uh, baseline out of bounds. So he drew up the play, got a really good shot, didn't go in. But I I really like doing that kind of stuff. Dylan does a great job there. Um, and then this year, this is our second year that we've had uh, JJV, so our freshman group. Uh, we've got a lot of numbers out, and we've got Tom Burke. He's another assistant, a uh, guy that's coached basketball forever. I've learned a lot from him. Uh, just things that he's been through, I think he's coached probably for the better part of 30 years. He's done a really, really good job and has been a great addition to our staff. And, yeah, it's one of those things as a head coach, I can't do what I'm doing uh, without really, really great assistance. And Dylan and Tom do a great job. And that's Justin Meyer, the Belmont Clemmy boys basketball coach. Stop by the Mortswood Company Coaches Corner on 104.9 KLMJ. Coach, best of luck against Osage and the rest of a couple of your games until we talk next. Awesome. Thank you very much. 104.9 KLMJ is live and local with free local news content on demand 24 hours a day at RadioOnTheGo.com. Plus on the air throughout the day with local and state news from Radio On The Go. This is Justin Morton with Mort's Water Company. All you need to remember for all your water issues is 1-800-HAY-MORT. If your well isn't pumping, call 1-800-HAY-MORT. If your well pit needs rehabbed, call 1-800-HAY-MORT. If your sewer is backed up, call 1-800-HAY-MORT. If your septic tank needs pumped, call 1-800-HAY-MORT. Or if your softener isn't working, call 1-800-HAY-MORT. If the subject is water, let Mort's Water Company bring it up. All right. Welcome back into the Mort's Water Company Coaches Corner. Here with Cleary and Goldfield Dow's head varsity coach, Jason Burning. Coach, thanks for stopping by. You're welcome. Coach, we just got wrapped up this one. Relatively close loss to Hampton to Macau. This is your first game out of the holiday break. How would you assess it? Um, you know, in some ways, uh, in some ways I thought we made some growth um over over our practice time you know um and then there again there's ta there's some things too that we still got to work on um but all in all you know i thought we were much more aggressive uh on the basketball floor tonight both offensively and defensively um you know we saw some good things uh you know nevin uh, nevin had a good offensive night uh taking the ball to the hole uh, I did think we improved from the free throw line. That has been yeah. an area where we have struggled a little bit uh, so far, uh, but we did do a good job there. Um, you know, and at times, at times we showed signs uh, defensively. Um, of, uh, you know, that's been an area where we have worked on. Um, but then again, we just, uh, you know, our defense. We want to try to keep them out of the paint, and um, you know, that's just something we're struggling with. We just. 
um, aren't closing the gaps down quite fast enough. And, uh, again, they move the basketball around a lot. Um, they were able to hit those gaps and, you know, kick out, and they made some threes. And, um, you know, and Scott's a, Scott's a load in there. He's a good player. Uh, he's hard to defend. Um, but so, yeah, you know, we, we did some good things, like I said. But, again, we still have, we still have some, some things to work on. But I think that's the case no matter what. Coach, you mentioned Scott Har, the man in the middle for HD Cal. But your guy in the middle, I thought he had a solid game offensively. Caden Hankins, I had him with 10 points, Coach. What did you think of how he did against a matchup against maybe one of the best centers he's going to face all season? Yeah, Scott, Scott, no doubt, is the, the best big man in the league. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's tough tough offensively and tough defensively. And I thought Caden did a, a really nice job there. He, you know, we at the beginning of the third quarter, we really wanted to go go at uh, Scott a little bit because he had three fouls. Uh, try our best to get him out of the game. And, uh, you know, Caden, Caden had some position, had some opportunities there, and uh, he took advantage of, of some, you know, some opportunities. Uh, we missed a few in there, but, you know, we're going to keep going into Caden. We need an inside presence, and, you know, Caden has the ability. He has skills, and, um, you know, he just needs to keep, uh, keep working down in there, and we just need to keep feeding him the basketball. So I thought it was, a, again, a very good positive night for Caden Hankins against, again, one of the best players in the league. Coach, kind of in that second half, Devin Foss's you know shot attempts really went up. It's same kind of thing with Carson Nesheim or Nesheim. Uh Coach, kind of early on, do you want your two key players being a little bit more passive, trying to get the other guys involved early on, or if you maybe look back at this one, would you say, and eh, Nevin maybe just go right at it from the jump? Well, in the second half, it just kind of turned into us just trying to get the ball down the floor and just be aggressive, and uh, you know, and for Nevin just to take the ball take the ball to the rack and and try to score and try to get to the free throw line and um same thing with Carson you know we just wanted to try to get some quick shots up there and try to get some some rebounds and so we could try to get into a little bit of, of some pressure situations but um you know we we worked on we've in, we installed a new offense over Christmas break um again at times it looked it looked good at times we struggled getting into it but I guess that's uh that's not that unexpected with again seven seven practice days um but we just have to keep working on being comfortable i want carson and, and nevin and i want all the guys to be aggressive uh looking for shots but then when it's time to run offense we we've got to understand what we're trying to do and and then we got to execute and uh sometimes we did sometimes we didn't but you know so that's again why we just kind of flat out went to the aggressive mode and and uh, try to make something happen Coach, coming to this game, you guys had made 27 free throws total in the season. I had you unofficially with 11 tonight. Did you guys just shoot a lot more extra free throws over the break? No, no, I wouldn't say so. Um, I think it's just a matter of our guys just starting to be a little more confident, a little more comfortable there, and and um, and that that's a good sign for us. Uh, so we, you know, we're going to keep doing what we're doing there. Uh, we didn't do anything really different from the free throw line. Again, I think it's just the guys just. Um, starting things starting to slow down a little bit from you know from the free throw standpoint, and so you know for us offensively maybe that's something that we need to kind of mention. We just need things to slow down a little bit for us. Sometimes we just get going a little too fast and just trying to make something happen. Um, but yeah, that free throw the free throw line uh, was was a positive for us. And we got to take a break here in our clearing go to that segment talking with Jason Burning, the head coach. We'll be right back here on the Mortorta Company Coaches Corner. 
Don't let deer derail your future. Mullenbrook Insurance and Grinnell Mutual encourage you to practice safe driving, especially this time of year. If you see a deer on the road, slow down, stay calm, and don't swerve to avoid it. Find more driving safety tips at GrinnellMutual.com. Together we can trust in tomorrow. Contact Mullenbrook Insurance, your local Grinnell Mutual agent in Dows today for all your insurance needs. Trust in Tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. And welcome on back to the Moore Toyota Company Coaches Corner 104.9 KLMJ. We're talking with Jason Burning of CGD Boys Basketball. Let's go back to the interview from last night. Coach, how about the three-pointers? You guys sunk five today, especially there at the start. You guys opened up with Coy Hansen, Caden Hankins, back-to-back threes, it seemed like. Were you pleased with how you guys started out shooting the basketball, and do you think that can only kind of go up from here? Um. Uh, yeah, you know we we made we made a few to start the game, which is a good sign for us. We we have got to shoot the basketball from the you know from the three point line. That's a big part of the game, and we have guys that can knock shots down. Uh, so yes, and that from that standpoint, uh, I was pleased. But I also thought we uh, did not attack the lane as much as we should in the first quarter and kind of settled to stand outside the three-point line. So while, yeah, we did hit some, I didn't think we were really uh, trying to penetrate their, their defense and try to get into the lane and then kick because I think that's when, when the three-point percentages are going to go up. And so, uh, so yes and no. We, we, we need to shoot the ball. We have guys that can shoot the ball. But uh, we can't settle for that. we got to get in the lane a little bit too and, and make something happen from that area of the floor. Coach, what else did HT Cal do really well tonight that stuck out to you? Well, you know, statistically, coming into tonight's game, um, they hadn't shot the ball from three very well, and they hadn't shot free throws very well. And they really flipped the script tonight. Uh, they shot the ball very well, and then they knocked down free throws. So... Um, but they're a very athletic team. They play really hard, and they move the ball very well offensively. And you know they have a big guy in the middle that they can count on. And so they, you know, the the amount of movement, uh, their quickness on the offensive side, again, that gave us problems. And so you know when you combine those things with what they have the ability to do, and then when they're going to knock shots down too on top of it, you know they're gonna, they're going to be a dangerous team here in the second half. I was really impressed with with their team and you know they're very well coached uh, really impressed uh, with that and their defensive side you know they're those kids Hampton Dumont Cal kids are always going to get after it defensively they did that when uh, with coach Walton and they're going to continue to do that now and so yeah really impressed with uh, you know how aggressive and how those kids played. Coach speaking of defense and second halves you pulled that rebound at the full court press there in that second half kind of explain your philosophy to me when What's the timing of when you switch it up and you go to that full court press or a half court trap? Well, we, you know, we've um, that hasn't been something we've done a lot uh, in the, you know, in the first seven, six, seven games, and I don't really know if that is a a style that really suits us, but we had to make something happen, and so it is something we've practiced. We've practiced the the zone press. We've practiced a little bit of man press, more so from from our standpoint of breaking it because that's something we struggled with uh, in a couple of games before Christmas. Um, but then, you know, our practice time there allowed us to, br- to pull it out a little bit and, and just try to be a little more aggressive. And uh, I did think that brought out more aggressiveness out of our kids. 
and that's something that we're definitely going to you know look at and see if that's something we want to continue and and definitely um, you know if it's going to bring out more defensive aggressiveness out of our kids then for sure that's something we're going to continue and and uh, you know see if that can help us out uh, from an offensive end too coach something i was kind of comparing throughout the broadcast here in this friday night game hd cal comes back and then they immediately have a back-to-back game but you guys didn't have that first game out of the break do you feel like you guys were just slightly rusty kind of getting back into the flow of the game or was it just a regular contest um you know maybe a little bit because that first quarter the first quarter we we started off a little tentative uh, a little slow and they definitely you know were were um up to speed up to game speed so yeah i can say that is definitely um you know something that was a possibility uh i also think uh you know seven days off while it was or you know really i want to say you know about good two and a half weeks off for us while it was good from a practice standpoint you know you want to have game game time in there as well we did have some scrimmage we had a scrimmage day over um, over Thanksgiving and and you know so we did get a little bit of uh, of some competition but um, yeah it took us just a little bit to get up to game speed and um, you know when we finally did you know we just were kind of in a hole and um, you know we had to try to dig ourselves out of that hole all night long we just couldn't we scratched and clawed and there were a few times where I thought we were you know making some progress and then you know they made a couple they made some plays to push it back over double digits and you know, that's kind of where it ended up being all night long for us. Coach, you come back and immediately have a back-to-back. You have a Saturday game at Webster City. Then you have Pocahontas area on Tuesday. Can you tell me anything about those guys? Well, uh, you know, going into tonight, Webster City was undefeated, and they had Humboldt tonight. So, mm. um, you know, that's they're, they're a really good team. They, um, you know, bring, they bring, bring back probably – they, they brought back the most starters from last year's team. So, again, they have a lot of experience, and not to mention they have good players. So that, you know, that's going to be a tough matchup for us on a Saturday afternoon to, to come back here and, you know, just 15, 16, 18 hours. I'm not a math guy. I'm just an elementary PE teacher. Don't ask me to do that math. But, uh, you know, we got to come in short turnaround and play against a really good team. And uh, so we got we got our work cut out for us tomorrow night. And, and then we come back and, and play a non-conference game against Pocahontas. And, you know, to be honest, I haven't really had a chance to, to take a look at them. But, again, they, they always play hard. They always make things difficult for you on the defensive end. And, and so, you know, that's going to be the case, I think, for anybody that we play. There's, there's no down nights in our league. There's no down nights in our really in our non-conference schedule. And uh, hopefully just as we go, that just continues to make makes us better. And so, you know, we're going to do our best to be ready for tomorrow, and we're going to be, you know, be ready again for, for Tuesday night when that comes. And that's Jason Burning, the boys' basketball coach at Clear and Goldfield Dallas, stopping by the Mortsota Company Coaches Corner on 104.9 KLMJ. Coach Burning, thanks as always for the Appreciate time. it. Appreciate it. No radio, no computer, no worries. Your mobile device becomes a radio when you download the free iPhone or Android app at RadioOnTheGo.com. 104.9 KLMJ, Radio On The Go.
You know Mort's Water Company as your local authorized Kinetico dealer, and you know Kinetico offers the longest warranty in the water treatment industry. But did you know Mort's Water Company also services and repairs your water well pump and installs and services your septic system? This is Justin Morton. Yes, we do all this and have been doing business in North Central Iowa for over 125 years. Call Mort's Water Company at 1-800-HEY-MORT or contact us at mortsonline.com. And that's going to conclude this edition of the Mort's Water Company Coaches Corner on 104.9 KLNJ Radio on the Go Sports. I'm your host, Jacob Zimmerman. You just heard from Brian Easton of Hampton Dumont Cow, Michael Collison of Iowa Falls Alden, John Jones of North Butler, Trent Trask of West Fork, Justin Meyer of Belmont Clemmy, and Jason Burning of Clarion Goldfield Dows. Appreciate all the coaches taking their time out of their busy, busy weeks to stop by the Mortswater Company Coaches Corner. This week we had our boys varsity head coaches. Next week we'll be back at it with the girls team coaches every Saturday morning starting at 8.30 a.m. Hope everybody is enjoying their new year. Stay sporty. have been listening to the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show on KLMJ 104.9 Radio on the Go. Tune in again next Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m. for more insight from our area coaches. Remember, if you missed any of today's show or want to listen to it again, you can find a link to the show on the Coaches Show page at RadioOnTheGo.com.